0: So good evening everyone and welcome to my last podcast for the Cambridge Nationals R054 Media in Sport piece of coursework. Um, This is lo 5 and we are looking at being able to evaluate media coverage of sport. By this point your member of staff from De La Salle or your member of staff if you are listening in from another school will have asked you to find a sports story uh, controversial or not which has been reported on by more than one media outlet now it's important to remember all the way back from LO one that our media outlets include television internet radio and obviously written press so you can choose any example from within those media outlets to compare across um, each other when looking at the story that you're going to uh, use for this LO you're looking to be able to um, compare contrast and draw similarities between the types of coverage and what I'm going to do over this podcast is hopefully just give you a bit of an understanding um, of what's expected it's a piece of work that's worth 15 marks on its own obviously as always split into three mark bands And from my own personal experience, I haven't really seen any very, very good Mark Band 3 pieces of work, which tells me that the the guys there at OCR, uh, the moderators who are working with us, um, they want to see something really special. They want to see you be able to meet all the... uh, subheadings all the key uh titles uh sorry the two key titles and all the subheadings that go with it so as i say i'm going to give you a bit of an understanding all the way through of what the titles are and what i would look for as someone who would be internally moderating it and hopefully give you some ideas on how to make your work a little bit better so let's look at the um the, the main part of the from the assignment, from the scenario. Uh, The assignment's actually asking you for LO5, is telling us about evaluating a media uh, story, or evaluating media coverage of a particular sports story uh, from a minimum of two different media outlets. The story goes, as you listen to it, the forum has been a great success that you have um, been involved with, and guest speakers have all commented on your teacher, or sorry, to your teacher on how impressed they've been with students' work. Following the event, local newspapers contact your teacher wanting to promote your work from sports studies uh, and all the work that you are producing. A newspaper is going to run a competition and publish the best piece of work for a future edition. Entrants must evaluate media coverage of sport. Now that one is listed uh, lifted from assignment two. Uh, from assignment one it's very very similar assignment one talks about as if you have done a uh, presentation I talk about in lesson eight almost like you've done a big poster board presentation where this story that you are looking at is almost like the focal point right in the middle you've had your LO1 which is a nice lead in your LO2 and 3 which is a comparison your LO4 which shows you've understanding that uh, sport the media and commercialization that their relationships changed over time this is the one where you get into real kind of grips and nitty gritty with um, a controversial or as i say a a well reported on story within um, within the different types of media Uh, what i want to then share with you next is the criteria so for a mark band 3 between 12 and 15 marks the evaluation of the coverage is supposed to be comprehensive It discusses a full and wide range of features of the coverage and I will talk to you about the coverage and the uh, aspects which influence coverage in detail when we're going through the work. There's clear and relevant comparisons of the coverage and an overall judgement is made and justified what i interpret that as is at the end and that goes through all the mark bands the last point is asking you to make your own assumption to make your own show your own opinion on this piece of work that you are doing don't just copy and compare or compare between the two sources all the way through it is right at the end you're going to throw in be able to talk about things like bias talk about things like who they are actually aiming the article at and things like that okay so uh, let's get into it. Let's have a little look at what's expected um, from the di- lifted directly from the exam specification for this piece of work. Learners should consider aspects which may influence the coverage of a story or item. Now these are six titles sorry five titles in this first instance um, which i will then i'll go through first so these are five titles which if you're making notes along with uh, what we're doing now would be a good time after i've read these five out just pause or rewind and just make sure that you've got them all correct these are the type or brand of media outlet these are the competition with other media outlets We're also looking at the target audience. We're looking at the timing of the event of the story or item, and the popularity, reputation, or size of the individual club or organization. So they're the first five. What we then need to look at after that are the following six, which talks about the different features of the coverage. And these features are how the story is represented, that is under the title of representation of the issue, individual or organisation involved, or you might want to say team, the method of reporting, how the presentation is, or sorry, how the piece of media is presented or what format is it in, is there any potential bias, as I mentioned earlier, what was the extent and the duration of that coverage of the story. So, for my example, I'm going to use the story of Lance Armstrong uh, and him uh, openly uh, agreeing to and openly uh, admitting to um, doping, taking steroids, taking human growth hormone, taking testosterone for every single one of his um, Tour de France wins. And I'm almost going to walk you through step by step of how I would look at this. Um, So if, if you've done well, this will get you at least a level two pass, which we all know is above a 36 out of 60. So by looking at the story of Lance Armstrong, I would compare the Oprah Winfrey interview, which was on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and compare that to how he was represented in tabloid newspapers such as The Sun. So, I then explain straight away the type or brand of media outlet. I would then state that the type or brand of media outlet that I'm looking at is the type of media outlet is uh, a television. Uh, it's, a, it's a television network station. Um, I would also be comparing that to obviously because it is a red top newspaper, I would make reference to that and talk about straight away that. Uh, the sun. Let's say if I looked at the sun, I'd be saying I'd make, almost make reference to the controversial past. Talk about that. It's quite fast food style journalism. That it's not always factual. It's maybe sometimes secondhand journalism as well, as in their journalists pick a story up from another journalist. Um, so they weren't actually there. or They maybe not actually spoke to the um, the person in question. I would then look at the competition with other media outlets. I'd say initially that the Oprah Winfrey Network was in direct competition with every single sporting network in America, in the UK, across the world to get that exclusivity. Equally, tabloid journalism, they are in direct competition with each other because they want to have the story or how that story is presented. They want to be able to present it in a way that sells the most papers the target audience well initially because the oprah winfrey network in america is a subscription network and um, you would be looking at subscribers people who've paid onto uh, that channel so very similar to how we pay for sky sports the oprah winfrey network would equal would be of a similar uh, way obviously it doesn't show any sports but does have sports personalities on it that's another way of how the media uses sport to promote itself is by having um high level sports men and women or breaking controversial stories such as this lance armstrong one um i would be looking at um that target audience as i say being people who who were cyclists or people who have followed that story all the way through Uh, also people who just love that bit of gossip It's something to talk about, isn't it? If you don't already know about it or you know a little bit about it, by watching that interview, you are almost fully prepared. You are drawn in to that interview and you get to know from start to finish about why you felt like it was acceptable to cheat. Equally, I could then look at the uh, Sun newspaper and look at the target audience for that. and You're looking at working class, uh, mostly males, Because they would be the people who would buy that newspaper Uh, you can look into some data into some stats on that and look at who still what age group what demographic we would use that word there which demographic mostly still buys newspapers that'd be interesting to put in your work as well the timing of the event or the story or the item well lance armstrong famously said and you can watch this on the um the armstrong lie documentaries he he openly said to oprah winfrey and it's what she started with after he'd not won his last tour de france which i believe was in 2003 um what he actually said was tell her to go wherever she wants and i will answer any one of the questions that she likes so it almost got to a point where it was too much for him and the time and event was almost straight after it Equally, the red-top journalism, they can't report on that until after that story is broken. So our British newspapers are stuck to the American time frame. So you've got obviously researchers or journalists who will have watched that or who will have paid for maybe a transcript of the interview or a copy of the interview as soon as it was broadcast. The popularity, reputation or size of the individual. I mean, we only have to look at how big lance armstrong was at the time the fact that he was maybe one of the most recognizable and probably still is one of the most recognizable people in the world uh, when we're actually talking from a sporting point of view a lot of people knew lance armstrong not just as a cyclist but as a cancer survivor because of the way he came back from having brain lung liver and testicular cancer as a young man and coming back through uh, unfortunately the way he, that he did um but before that was broken, before that story was broken, he was—he was this superhuman that cancer survivors, cyclists all looked up to him. The people closest to him, however, were probably quite feared of him, were quite afraid of him. And you look at how maybe that will have been reported. Oprah Winfrey is quite standoffish with him. Um, she is quite. She, there's no familiarity. She's very in, in some parts of the interview. She's actually quite cold you could look at that and how that is reflected when we start looking at the features of the coverage particularly when we start looking at the uh, red top newspaper for this story that I'm talking to you about Um, maybe some of the language that was used was quite cold as well so have a little break for a moment give yourself a a couple of minutes just to digest that press pause if you like, go and make yourself a cup of tea have a little drink, have something to eat because then we're going to come back with our next part which is going to be the features of the coverage so welcome back Uh, hopefully had a nice little minute um, digested the information that I've given you As I said, I'm working through this assignment as if I've done this for lo 5 myself. Uh, I'm using the Lance Armstrong uh, drugs uh, scandal um, in breaking the story that he cheated on every single one of his Tour de France uh, victories, and I'm comparing how that story was broken between the Oprah Winfrey Network, uh, obviously which is a television network in America, and i'm comparing it to a for example a red top newspaper in this country for example the sun so my first thing is that i'm going to look at is i'm going to look at the representation of the issue the organization or the individual involved basically that breaks down to how was lance armstrong represented when um this story broke and how was he shown well let's look back at our stuff um on lo4 let's make some synoptic links here let's let's think about lo4 and we talked about that key point of someone who's gone from hero to zero and the the feeling from watching the interview and obviously looking at some of the t- the newspaper coverage uh you've got straight away the um the feeling that he has gone from hero to zero he has gone from having everything in the world and um, to having nothing Our next point we'll look at is the method of reporting. Now, obviously, the uh, interview is a long interview, and if you were to try and transcript that interview, it will be a long, long time of you sitting and listening and pressing pause. And as I've mentioned in the lesson before, for my university degree, I I transcribed a lot of interviews and honestly, it is an arduous task. That is if we were trying to do qualitative data rather than quantitative data so the quality is basically exactly what every person says so the method of reporting initially is the interview with oprah winfrey the method of reporting with an example of something like the sun newspaper would be we're getting that we're grabbing that headline aren't we we are uh, trying to sell that newspaper as soon as somebody sees it Our next point that we're going to look at is the format or presentation of the interview. And the, the, if I looked at, if I use my TV interview, the format of it is q and A. Q&A. It's questions and answers. It's um, Oprah Winfrey diving into a lot of um, the, the points that maybe a lot of people didn't want to ask, but now Lance Armstrong is very, very keen to um, to, to say to her all of a sudden. The format or the presentation of the uh, example that you might look at within a tabloid newspaper is usually big picture first to draw you in. Probably some or sometimes a uh, a picture which is quite provocative. It it, it provokes uh, maybe some feelings, some emotions from you. Often, if it's a red top newspaper, it will have some kind of pun because some people like that. That draws them in as well. It makes it memorable as well as the uh, picture. Um, So we're looking at there. that's a nice comparison between the two of them, is that you've got this formal sit down interview between the two of them, where a lot of the no holds barred questions are asked, whereas you might see it in the red top newspaper, the interview won't be fully um, written in there. If you were to use, consequently, if you were to use a Guardian newspaper or another more reputable or broadsheet newspaper, maybe you would have found that that interview transcribed the next thing we're going to look at is the potential bias now what we're looking at there is did or has Oprah Winfrey got anything to um, anything to gain from having maybe a little bit of bias towards um, how she's asking those questions or any bias towards Lance Armstrong well that bias if we don't already know that is to support something or someone more than the other so you might use You could actually argue by being a a supporter of a football team or a rugby team, you are biased towards them or a particular person. Um, We look at there, has Oprah Winfrey got anything to gain by maybe showing bias? And I would argue no. Reasons being, Lance Armstrong had been on numerous talk shows in the duration of his cycling career and stated quite openly to different people that he hadn't cheated he never cheated and that he thought that the idea of him cheating um would have potentially ruined his career um, and that he was almost always trying to step on those ideas you look at maybe was there any potential bias in the sun newspaper well i wouldn't say bias towards lance armstrong but there's definitely a bias maybe away from him to paint that person as very villainous because then everybody wants to buy that newspaper who maybe portrays it the best gets that headline that that grabs you in let's look at the extent of the coverage so obviously the, the coverage of the interview was a long uh, it was 90 minutes the, the actual duration of the interview um, equally that interview will have been rerun and clipped up and shown in numerous other um, news outlets uh, you can listen, still watch it on YouTube so the extent of the coverage if I was talking about that I would say that coverage is still going on today for people like yourselves. If you've never watched it, you can go off the back of this podcast now and go and listen to the, uh, I've watched the Armstrong Live documentary or you can see the interview Lance Armstrong, Oprah Winfrey. That content's continued and continued. If we looked at The Sun or maybe another red top newspaper in comparison there, the extent of the coverage, yeah, they're going to run it for a little while, but then there's always other stories that are breaking. So it's almost this toss-up, it's this seesaw between do we continue to run this story on this obviously villainous person who we're painting out, or do we jump on the bandwagon with another story? Chances are with tabloid newspapers, they'll they'll run it for a, a couple of days and then it's gone, or it goes further into the paper. Um, so it's not taking up any back pages. We know ourselves, back pages sell newspapers, particularly when it's talking about sport. The duration of the coverage... So let's talk about um, that very, very closely with the extent of it as well. I, I mentioned there about it's still ongoing um, and how many column inches are given and um, when we're looking at um, how that things are reported. Um, is it is it worthwhile to then dig that story back up? Do, do sometimes the newspapers or magazines sometimes go back in and go, it's four years, five years, six years since this happened because they know people are still interested in that story so um, hopefully i've given you some good ideas there a bit of a bit of food for thought some of the things that you might want to use when you are writing or some of the things you might want to think about is you need to introduce your work okay so whichever story you choose um, hopefully i gave you a bit of an understanding of how to introduce that but if i didn't you, you write yourself a couple of sentences uh, to a point where maybe it's a couple of paragraphs on what you already know about that story before you even introduce which media outlets you are going to compare. Because to me, that shows the examiners, the moderators, that you're interested on the story, that you've not just been given that story. You need to then look at how you're going to structure your sentences. Think about how you start your sentences and some of the comparative words you might use, whereas although in comparison consequently things like that that then really draws um the myself someone like myself in because i want to read on equally if you are then looking at it from who you've given that piece of work to because ultimately it's not for me or it's not for your member of staff it's towards ocr so you want it to be the best version of what you can offer as always if you've got anything to add or ask please direct those questions to your member of staff hopefully this has been useful that you've been able to get some information from there as i said i would run through and i'm also going to produce for my guys for my guys at de la salle i'm going to produce my own version my own written version of the story that i've just reported upon and hopefully those guys will uh, be able to mark that for me as well okay so until next time look after yourselves thanks for listening